Welcome to Real Estate Coaching Radio, starring award-winning real estate coaches and number one international best-selling authors, Tim and Julie Harris. Real Estate Coaching Radio is the nation's number one daily radio show for realtors who demand authentic, real-time coaching. Get ready for fluff-free, unfiltered, full-strength honesty about what's truly working to get you into action, helping others, and making money now in today's real estate market. Now to our hosts, Tim and Julie Harris. Three, two, one, and we are back. Julie, it is December the 8th. We're a couple weeks away from Christmas. Zoe is very excited. I saw her dancing around today wearing an elf hat, running around the house. It's clearly that time of year again. She actually set a trap for an elf this morning. Oh, yes. Tell that story. You didn't see the whole thing, but uh, they I guess they read in school this morning, virtual school, of course, how to catch an elf, and their assignment was to make their own plan on how they're going to catch an elf. So she put out a trail of candy canes, <laughs> which was like, I don't know, 40 candy canes between her, where she was in homeschooled to her room, and then tied the last one to some garland and some jingle bells, so the jingle bells would ring telling you that the elf had been caught. So that's, that's pretty crafty, I think. How did Max the French Bulldog not eat the uh, she candy canes? She was smart canes? enough to lock him up first. Oh, I see. All so right. Otherwise, it would definitely be a sticky mess by now. So before we get to t- uh, today's presentation, today's uh, content that Julie has masterfully prepared for you, as always, I want to um, thank all of you who met with us when we were in Miami. Uh, we unfortunately weren't able to stay long enough to meet with more people, but it was really great uh, meeting podcast listeners. Um, it's always kind of uh, bewildering to me, to be honest with you guys, how you're always surprised that Julie and I are the same people in real life as we are in the podcast. Yes, we're that boring all the time. I, I don't know how many ways I could tell you guys that, but it's, we are always the same. There's no two sides to Tim and Julie. We're always going to be the exact same people we always are on this show. So listen, um, we'd love the opportunity to meet with more of you. We're going to be doing more um, events around the country um, and probably in different countries overall uh, in 2021. Most of the events we do are hosted by somebody else where Julie and I will be the speaker, maybe a keynote, or maybe just lead a mastermind. Those are the types of things we really like. But if you would like to talk with us about um, attending any of your live or virtual events or hosting any of your live or virtual events, it's a great time of year to be booking those appointments. We don't do a lot of them. And I'll be honest with you, the reason we don't do a lot of them is because they're very disruptive. This podcast, you know, selfishly speaking here, just being really, you know, practical and tactical, this podcast gets tens of thousands of downloads. And most people do in our industry do live events just to get in front of maybe two or 300 people, but usually it's less than 100 people in a room. And that's considered a successful event. Well, Julie and I can stay home in our workout clothes in Puerto Rico, being five minutes from the beach with Julie tripping over Ricky Martin at 6 a.m. in the morning. Which is just fine with me. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, <laughs> and not have to travel and have a farther uh, you know, a reach and be able to impact more people. But if you do um, have an event that's coming up that you might want us to, uh, that you think we might be a good fit for, do uh, text me. Don't call, but text Text me directly at 512-758-0206. And in the meantime, those of you we met in Orlando, I'm sorry, I said Orlando. Those of you who we met in um, Miami, it was really a wonderful opportunity to finally meet a lot of you guys, especially those of you who are in our EXP group. Our EXP family is expanding so fast. It's just so amazing, Julie. I was sitting when we were having that dinner with that group at that Too Loud restaurant. Yes. And I was looking down this long, long, long table, and I realized that none of those people were in our lives in a real sense. I know. In fact, here's a picture of them. I think this is the line you were. Yes, exactly. About looking I don't down even know how many people are there, but I, I mean, know. these are all 
yeah, I think it's amazing. And yet... But we didn't know any of them six yeah. months ago. Now, they were most of them podcast listeners, but we didn't That's actually know them. But now we know them. It just feels really... I'll not, I Maybe I'm just, you know... It's because they knew us first more than we knew them. Which, exactly. That's, That's the weird part. I mean, they'll start coming up having these really personal conversations with us. And like when I'm looking at them, they're like complete strangers. That's the weird... <laughs> I don't, I don't, can you yes, ever... Yes, but I think that because of that, because of the podcast and meeting them in person... Uh, you know, we get to know them faster because they already know so much about us, probably. Yeah. And, you know, then it's then it, I I find it uh, really fun to practice the Ford script, getting to know them. Uh, so it's mostly coming from us, and I think that's you know that's fun, and uh, it was just our pleasure to meet with everyone. It was really a great uh, few days. So this time of year, of course, is all about the real estate treasure map, and the real estate treasure map is your fill in the blank business and life plan. And uh, Julie has written something that's fantastic uh, to stage the grounds, I think, for the completion of your plan. And we're going to be getting more into the weeds with that over the next few uh, weeks before Christmas. If you've not downloaded your free real estate treasure map, it's not just a real estate treasure map. It's Think and Grow Rich for Real Estate, uh, which is basically Napoleon Hill's public domain, Think and Grow Rich. And then we um, added a lot of real estate content and their 12-month uh, marketing plan. Your Just a lot of, I think it's seven or eight different books. You guys get these for free. Um, and we do this this time of year because we're obviously trying to do our best to help to prepare all of you for the new year. And this is a great time of year for you to, I think, hit the hard reset on your thinking about your business and your personal life. Some things are great. You want to continue uh, with your exercise regimen or your savings plan or whatever it is that you're doing that's wor- that's working for you. But other things, I know, you know, real estate, especially if you're even moderately successful in this past year, has been just absolutely looney tunes as far as the demands on your time. And maybe you, this is the time of year. Well, it's definitely the time of year where you can sort of gather your thoughts, make your plan so that when you start next year, you're going to have a very, you know, frankly, a a focused plan, but a focused plan in the sense that you're only going to be focusing on maybe one, two, or three things, and that's it. Having focus on more than maybe three things is going to make it so you have lack of focus, which means nothing's really going to get done. And by the way, we're going to be talking about time management or really the myth of time management today. But before I get to or Julie gets to her first point, I remind all of you that the real estate treasure map is free. All you have to do is text the, it's actually a number, 2021 text 2021 to this phone number 855-685-1045 so just go ahead and text 2021 to 855-685-1045 and download especially download download the real estate treasure map and you can get started on it uh, right away you're going to probably trip over some of the the math and uh in particular but we'll be going over those pages with you uh, probably well for sure starting tomorrow so just go ahead and text 2021 to 855-685-1045 is that your plan for to start it tomorrow, is. content well, czar. We've been uh, spending a lot of time clearing the cobwebs out uh, so that they're in the right mindset. And, you know, that's not my favorite word for putting it, but you're so that your head's screwed on straight and ready to actually execute on the real estate treasure map because it does, it is pretty intense. As we've said before, this is not, you know, a free downloadable thing from the internet that everybody's used for 20 years and it's all corporate and whatever. No, this no. is personal to you. Yeah. And, and it's it requires, big. it's big, it should take you How some time. How many pages time. is it? Do you remember? Uh, it's over 100 pages. But, uh, you know, this requires you to drill down on your own business, okay? Your own family finances. Right. And so that becomes pretty personal for some people. And we need to clear out all the other junk 
so that you can take it seriously and then turn it into the tool that it is meant to be. It is your treasure map. It is the map to your personal treasure. It gives you what, see, why is it so big? It gives, it's so big because it has to be, frankly, because you have a lot of intricate goals and dreams and aspirations. And if you just write them down, you don't have action plans. If you don't, haven't thought through the things we ask you to think through in the treasure map, you're probably not going to accomplish them. And if you think back, here's an interesting question for you to consider this time of year. What are the five most or even three most, uh, the things you're most proud of having accomplished in the past 12 months? And don't make them, I'm asking you that question. I asked this question of a couple people when we were in Miami at dinner. Um, you know, and they didn't have real specific drill down answers. Well, a couple of them did, but most of them didn't. So a drill down answer would be, for example, you paid your house off or you saved $50,000 or a million dollars. You lost 20 pounds, those types of things. But most of them had just sort of generalized, not really very specific answers. And the problem with those types of answers is that they probably didn't really accomplish any goals because maybe they didn't they didn't set any goals. So I ask you now, what are the three things that you're most, you know, most proud of yourself for having accomplished in the last 12 months? And again, if they're not real specific, it doesn't just pop to your mind, then chances are you need to absolutely finish the treasure map. That way, when I ask you the same question this year, next time, uh, this this time next year, which I will be asking you, by the way, you'll have very specific answers yeah. and you'll be able to thank the current version of you. And when you hear Julie and I, sometimes we say it without giving you an explanation. We'll say, thanks, uh, thanks, past Tim and Julie. What we're really saying is we appreciate the fact that the past version of ourselves took the actions that the past version of ourselves did because we're you know living the benefits of those past actions now. And so if you're not liking the current rendition of yourself and any form, you know, physical, mental, uh, you know, uh, spiritual, financial, educational, familial. If you're not liking the outcome or the current level of existence you have in any of those categories, it's due to the past um, actions that the past version of you made, or maybe in many cases didn't make. So please keep all these things in mind when you're completing the treasure map, because we want you to look back. And the treasure map, again, it's a big project because it's something that you're going to have to invest some time in. Um, it's something you're going to have to think about. It's something you're going to have to really maybe I would definitely share the project with your um, your partner, your spouse, your family, have everyone bought in on the goals. Um, and when it's done, because it did take effort, you're not just going to forget about it. You're not just going to shove it in a drawer. In you're going to be invested in it. And it's going to be something that you're going to respect, especially after you put a lot of effort into it, especially the math portion, by the way, which is probably the most important portion, which many of you will try to avoid. But when we get to drilling down with you on the treasure map this month and on the math portion, we are going to force as much as we can, every single one of you to complete it. So go ahead and text 2021 to 855-685-1045. So go ahead and text 2021 to 855-685-1045. So Mrs. Harris, you wrote in my notes as I'm looking at them, time management isn't really time management, it's energy management. What did you mean by that? That's right. Well, this this is like one of the biggest black holes of coaching there is, right? People use it as an excuse. They use it as a crutch. They say that that's their issue. We talked about, you know, the difference between being busy and being productive on a podcast last week. But people will say, oh, I'm a terrible time manager. I, I never have enough time. I need to work on my schedule, blah, blah, blah. Okay. Really what you've got to work on is energy management. So point number one, your energy is a resource. Treat it as you do food and water. You'd never go without renewing your food or water, right? Breakfast, lunch, dinner, snacks. You don't just like go through life going, ah, I don't need any of that, right? Because you can only, I think you can actually go longer without food than you can without water. You have to replenish. So, your so point number one is recognize that your energy actually is a resource, 
That's what you're trying to manage, not time. So let me tie this in and make it practical. So your concept with point number one is in essence that you have a limited amount of, just like you do energy in general, but mental energy is what yes. you're referring to. So you have a limited amount of mental energy per day. And it, in it, for the most part, it's two or three hours. And Realistically, um, yeah. So let me make mm-hmm. this really practical. And as Julie's hitting the caffeine. <laughs> That's a future point about I caffeine, see that. actually. <laughs> yep. So, so the thing is, is that like when uh, surveys are done of people that work in, you know, uh, physical locations, they're not virtual, and asked or just monitored to see how many hours of actual productive time they have per day. I don't remember the exact survey results, but usually less than three. It's less than three. It's like 2.8. And and there's lots of ways that just like uh, people that work in front of uh, computers, for example, they can be monitored, keystrokes, what they're doing, whether they're on the phone or not. And the actual productive time of an an average employee is just ridiculously low. Now, here's the irony of it. I think when people are home-based, despite the distractions, they actually get more done. Absolutely. I'm 100% certain that I do. I think that even watching Zoe in virtual school, she does, now that they've got the bugs worked out. Right. But yeah, because you're not related to this. And, you know, I did a lot of research. But Go ahead. The point being is that when you come to energy as a resource, if you only have two or three hours of really productive time per day, and let's say it's involuntary, let's just say that's all you're given per day, you've got to really be careful of uh, monitoring that you're not using those two or three hours on things that aren't going to get you the highest return on investment. That's the point I was making. Yeah, you can burn all of your energy up when you're your most naturally productive time of day, which for most people is in the morning. Right. People always ask, why do we coach to prospect in the morning? Because A, you're more likely to do it. Yep. Because uh, there's fewer distractions. Your day hasn't gotten away from you. Well, but, physio- but B, phys- physiologically, right. you are uh, more awake. You've probably had coffee. Hormonally, you're more awake. Uh, mentally, you are together. Okay. So if you blow that doing things that are not productive, you know, here's what people always tell themselves. Well, I'll get to it this afternoon. I'll do it tomorrow. I'll do a better job tomorrow. I'll stick to my schedule tomorrow. You're not going to do that. You just blew through your best, best energy of the day. So don't struggle with this concept. Do your heavy lifting in the morning. And this is the reason that Julie said, and this is absolutely the truth. There's really only three things you have to get really good at in real estate. This is it. Proactively generating, presenting, um, and negotiating. Is that right? Did I get it in the right yeah. order? Yeah. <laughs> Sometimes I have brain fade. We're hey, still recovering. Hey, I know why. Hold on. <laughs> Caffeine break. Yeah. Well, so here's the thing. Transaction, <laughs> a lot of you guys spend your best energy holding deals together. And that's important, but you also can simply hire a transaction coordinator. So point number two, don't expect to be able to uh, simply conjure up your best energy and focus uh, just by willing it into existence. You uh, you can't will yourself uh, to not need water, uh, can you? <laughs> well, so let me, again, I'm going to make this really practical. When you are, Julie wrote most of our book, when you're writing Harris Rules, mm-hmm. right? You and I did the outline together and then basically you made it made sense, mm-hmm. right? You and yep. about 15 editors were constantly, yes. you know, beating you with the stick. My book done. nannies. Yes, yes, your book nannies. So you did the writing uh, at, a, at a scheduled time every single day mm-hmm. and your time had to compete with some of your other activities like coaching calls, for example. Yes. So how did you meter the activity that was necessary to do the book at a high level, which you clearly did, well, and the coaching calls? Because I put it on purpose. I would do our podcast, premiere coaching, and then write. Right. Because I knew I already had programmed myself to be in the zone of being productive for the podcast premiere and then coach and then writing. And because I knew if it was any later in the afternoon, it was never going to happen. Not not because I didn't want it to happen, but because I would either be distracted or my energy level would be so low that it would suck. 
Right. And so in, that's just a fact. You want to write another book this year. You told me yes. on the plane. Mm-hmm. So it was, I'll tell you what motivated her. Julie and I were in the airport, in many airports, and we stumbled across, guess what? Harris Rules on a Bookshelf. And that motivated Julie out of pridefully seeing her book sitting there <laughs> to want to write another one. So if she's going to write another one, so what are you going to do differently this time? What are you going to actually um, work on it, considering you've got coaching clients and now Zoe Homeschool? How are you going to do it? I'm going to get ahead of the editors. Yeah, good luck. Because I, I what time of day in the morning? Uh, it probably probably earlier in the morning. I would say. Okay, good. Yeah, I, I've been shifting earlier and earlier in the morning, and that's a goal of mine is to get as much done as before early afternoon. And my goal is the, to the not have to. Things, not my goal is to not have to write any of it at all. So I'm going to encourage you <laughs> okay. to do it when you can. All right, all right. So point number three. Point number three is your brain takes up five percent of your body, but uses twenty percent of your body's resources. Feed your brain. 60% of your brain is made of fat. I kind of chuckled when I read that. Yeah. It just sounds funny. Uh, So omega-3, which is a fat uh, from supplements and or fish like salmon, will boost your brain's functionality. Just like, you know, you eat to feed yourself and you drink water. But guess what? Caffeine is also recommended. I actually researched it before that point. It's been (laughs) proven to not just boost your mood, but also, because we all know that, right? You feel better when you're caffeinated. But it also actually blocks chemicals which cause tiredness. Concentration for longer periods of time results from feeding your brain the right things. And I loved this list. Dark chocolate, oranges, eggs are also recommended by nutritionists for your brain, specifically for your brain. Uh, Nuts like almonds and walnuts as well. So use this list. It's okay to snack, but remember when you're snacking, snack for your own brain. I thought it was interesting that even though your brain only takes up 5% of your body, it uses 20% of your energy. And yet we hardly ever think about that, right? Well, we do. And I was just thinking as you were reading that list, those are almost the exact same things you're supposed to consume before you go to the gym, you know? Proteins, mostly. Right. It's mostly proteins, but stuff to give you energy too, right? You know, it's funny too, is I'm I'm thinking about the points you made here. When we were younger... I th- like in our 20s, I think that we probably didn't respect the fact that we had a limited amount of really, um, you know, the two or three hours a day. Mm-hmm. I- I'm sure that must change as you grow I older. So. I- it must. Yeah. But so, so part of this was. So, I- so like next year, it'll be like we have 15 minutes of, you know, effective <laughs> time. You're on or you're on. That's it. I know. But, but the point is that, you know, I think especially high achiever types, it's almost like a badge of honor. Like, I'll just power through. I'll, you know, I'm just going to work my ass off all day. I'm just going to power through. When, in fact, you're kind of hurting yourself and working against your actual brain power if you actually study it. So to be aware of this. And, so, and to stop calling it a time management problem. Along those lines, there's a little, I think, an integration or a hack you can work into these points. When we are teaching you all, when you're a coaching member, how to do proactive lead generation, one of the th- activities we're going to ask you to do is actually pick up the phone and communicate with people, right? Actually learn how to have the sales skills to set up your own appointments. Well, one of the little games that we can, well, obviously, first of all, you want to do that first thing in the morning. You want to get it out of the way. But one of the little, I think, um, mindset hacks, if you want to call it that, that I personally did when, you know, and Julie did when we actually prospected back when we were in our 20s, is that we would make it so that once we set a pre-qualified listing appointment, we didn't have to prospect for the rest of the day. In other words, the minimum standard was to set one pre-qualified listing appointment a day. Now, it wasn't to track the numbers and the contacts and ratios. All that stuff at the end of the day was interesting, but really what we wanted to focus on was the result. And that's where all this goes. What are you really trying to accomplish? Are you really trying 
trying to accomplish more contacts? Are you really trying to accomplish a certain golden ratio of contacts to appointments? Or you just want a damn appointment? So if your goal is to set one listing, one pre-qualified listing appointment per day, and that is what's going to drive you, that will be your daily work product, your, you know, your North Star as to whether or not you had a successful day. If you don't let anything else pull you off track, and if you use that as your North Star, you will do it, and you'll do it faster than you think. Now, here's a little magic with that. When you set a pre-qualified listing appointment, you're in such a, a, a charge that the next person you talk to, you know, from one of the sources we give you to prospect, frankly, you're going to set an appointment with them as well, and it gets easier, and that's what happens. It's the mindset that your job, your number one job, if all you did today, well, listeners, was to set one pre-qualified listing appointment, is there anybody listening right now, the tens of thousands of you, who wouldn't consider that a fantastic day? I mean, really, I, I don't mean this in the, you know, in the real sense, but setting a pre-qualified listing a pre-qualified listing appointment doesn't that feel almost better than having a closing right <laughs> yeah because well, you're moving things forward right and so you notice listeners that Tim at no point said that you know you have to spend x amount of time or you're terrible or x amount of right. contacts you're not doing your job no what he said pay attention the point your mission as a licensed person making your living from real estate is to set one pre-qualified listing appointment daily. It could be your first call. But the other important thing that you said was keep yourself on the phone five or 10 minutes longer. You'll probably get a second one Mm -hmm. just from your energy and enthusiasm. But I, I wanted to really drive this point home. When we say to our coaching clients or to our listeners here, it's okay to, you know, go do something else after you set that appointment. Here's what miraculously happens. And I think you'll agree with this. And I, you know, our elite coaching clients, I can tell which ones of them and some of our premier clients that I know better, I can tell which ones get this and which ones don't, right? Okay, so here's what happens. You can just go do whatever you want after that. You pre-qualify harder, you close harder, you actually dial more dials. You literally are trying harder because you're ready to do something else. So guys, again, listen, you can, you never have to get good at working with buyers. You never have to get good at online lead generation or funnels or teams or branding or marketing or any of that stuff. None of that stuff is necessary if you actually master, master the art of do, uh, essentially proactively lead generating, pre-qualifying and presenting. Those are the three things I yes. had. Yeah. So those three things, once you master the art of those three things, the art and the science of doing those three things, what you'll discover is you can easily and effortlessly, uh, set and take listings every single day. And all those other things become uh, optional or ancillary, or frankly, you don't even have to do them. Delegatable. You can delegate them. You can, you never have to work buyers. We, we had, you know, this debate happens all the time. Well, Tim, what about the buyer sides? What, look, your job is to call the buyers back, pre-qualify, and then pull out the ones that are sellers and list the houses. And if they're not sellers, if they're just straight up buyers, then deli- or, you know refer out those buyers. And there's agents out there that are paying 40% referral those fees. Those are referral partners. We're not talking about hiring an army of buyers agents right. just because you got slammed today. Referral partners and refer those leads out so you focus all your best energies on becoming better at proactive lead generation. If you guys want to know how to have sanity in real estate and a very profitable real estate model, we're giving you the exact steps right now. We're telling you exactly what to do. By the way, if you've not yet texted 2021 to 855-685-1045, what the heck are you waiting for? Next point. Yes. Point number four, you need to know what your default is when you've screwed up these first three points by, quote, powering through or telling yourself, oh, I don't need to take a break. Do you tend to get snippy or distracted? I know I get impatient. I react to things I normally wouldn't if I wasn't hungry or brain starved. This is your early warning sign that your brain is starving. So know what it is 
when you default. For me, again, it's impatience for other people. It's uh, falling more victim to distraction. But know what your default is. Everybody's got one. So not falling more victim to distraction, choosing to ignore your early warning sign, yeah. and then That's choosing to be um, essentially yeah. grouchy. Creatively yeah. Right, but don't say whatever. victim, right? Yeah, you're yeah. right. Wow, yes. Julie just took some coaching yeah, from me. I'm going to well, write that down in my good. journal. All right, point number five, Julie. Manage your own energy resources, but also be aware of what's happening with your clients, your prospects, your kids, your spouse. Are they hangry? Is their brain hangry? Is yours the worst thing that can happen, I know for you and me, is when we're both hangry at the same time. Or for me and Zoe, when she's unglued. Hangry means oh hungry gosh, and angry. At the same time. <laughs> That's hangry. And and so for, for a long time, this is absolutely a learned thing. I, I remember talking to her about that when she would just lose it and, and start going bonkers. Now she says, feed me. <laughs> so point number six. And we can all do that as adults too. All right, point number six. Know what your most naturally energetic and brain-focused times are of day and do your most important things then. If you're somebody that just gets lots of energy after lunch, or maybe you're somebody that's working another job until then, or for whatever reason, for you, mid-afternoon is your on time. Do you that's know, fine. When we tell them, when we give them energy, when they can have their most uh, energy, uh, when we give them options as to when they have uh, the most energy in the day, I, that always makes my skin crawl a little bit because I, I know, know what you know. Ninety percent of them, ninety percent of them are going to say, "Well, it's maybe on Mondays." It's on. They're going to basically they take advantage. Of they're going to right. They're going to take advantage of it. They're going to essentially overanalyze it. They're going to make it too complicated. So here's and the bottom use line: it as an excuse because I blew my eight to ten a.m. time frame, I'm not going to do it. Or, so don't take it too far. Exactly. Far. That's what the bottom line is: do the things you want to do the least in the morning, get them over with. That way, if nothing else goes well in the rest of your day, you're still going to have had a great day because you did those two or three things that you're supposed to do every single day. Hopefully all these points make sense. And this is again, the myth of time management. And what we're doing our best to do is drill your mind down and, and focusing on what matters most. I mean, Gary Keller said it best, you know, focus on the one thing. Now the one thing can, you know, as your business grows, it'll, it'll uh, change. It migrates to other issues. But really the point being is things like uh, multitasking. That's a total myth. It doesn't exist. You read some interesting articles on that. We're going to do that. a podcast about that, but basically um, just even the whole, um, the, 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 term. Word, the term itself is misleading, right? It started with uh, computers, right? And when computers started processing things more quickly, it started being known as multitasking. But in fact, even to today, when you study even the fastest processors, they're not actually doing two things at once. They're switching back and forth, getting things done, right? And so when we talk about this on the podcast, we'll talk about the fact that, yes, there are certain things that, I mean, you could argue that because you're, you're breathing and blinking at the same time, you're multitasking, right? But in fact, in your brain, that's a completely different part of you than what it takes to focus on, say, driving to the grocery store, right? So really, when you were researching these points and you were talking to me about it on the plane, the mm -hmm. thing that I think was... Uh, most fascinating were the dry, the drill down points that you and I have been making for decades in our coaching program that really none of us have more than two or three hours at best of productive time per day. Sure. And to basically be incredibly selfish and selective uh, who you Protective. give those two or three hours to. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And just lock yourself in the office and get your work done. Do what you don't want to do, especially, you know, do what you don't want to do and you don't want to do it. Um, 
at the highest level, but definitely consider the fact that for 99.9% of you, it's going to be in the morning. And I, my point that I was trying to make before was when you're younger, I think that you do have a little bit more flexibility because you do have, uh, frankly, less things to think about. As you grow older and your, expand, and your responsibilities expand, then you're going to start having more things to distract you. But when you're young, assuming I know a good portion of you listening, you guys are millennials and younger, uh, you know, Generation Z and whatnot, you really do have more flexibility. So here's my suggestion. Don't choose either the mornings or the afternoons. Do both. Actually make it so that you start, if you have the energy and you don't have a bunch of distractions and responsibilities, um, don't give yourself an excuse not to do the heavy lifting. Do twice as much of it because that way when you're older, you will hardly have to do any of it at all because the past version of you will have actually already done the future version of you as heavy lifting. That's called SMART. Yes, morning and afternoon. To your point, remember we're talking about managing your energy, right? So I'm going to experiment with this because I'm somebody that typically gets to be two or three o'clock in the afternoon and I start to feel my energy. Mm -hmm. And there's only so much caffeine that I can have before I start shaking, right? So I can kind of manage it a little bit. I haven't discovered that. No, you have a higher limit than I I do. If I'm not 80% caffeine, 20% blood, then something's wrong. Something's wrong. So you figured out that perfect ratio. But I'm going to experiment with walnuts and almonds in the afternoon. Yep, for sure. Not so much that I'm like metabolizing for the rest of my life, but enough, you know, like a handful of something protein specifically for my brain. And I'm going to monitor whether I feel differently, whether my energy level is different. Plus, you and I often work out at the end of the day. So that's Mm going to be good anyway as a protein. But I'm going to be more specific about it after doing this research. Well, I mean, I have almonds and water almost every day in the afternoon. Because the other thing that's beneficial of almonds is that your body goes through them. You can have just a handful and you won't be hungry. Yes. And so it it satisfies you. And at the same time, it it, uh, is good for your everything. The the oils and whatnot and uh, and the nuts and almonds, they've proven to have cardiovascular benefits, uh, intestinal benefits. I mean, not to be gross, but there's a lot of benefits that way. And the water, obviously. And, you know, you and I have talked before about the importance of staying hydrated and the, the well, fact that's that... that's another side point, right? So there, there's a whole, I think there's a whole book written on this, actually, that many times when you think or you feel that you are super tired and or depressed, really all it is, is you haven't had enough water. You're literally yep. dehydrated and the result of your dehydration, is, the side effect is how you're feeling. And as far as water goes, and I didn't know this until like two weeks ago, mm-hmm. you drink water... Uh, when you're not thirsty, because if you drink water when you're thirsty, I knew that part. But what I didn't know, I mean, if you drink water and you're thirsty, you're basically already dehydrated. So it takes two hours for water for you to drink to actually for you to get the benefit of it, for it to get into your body and your system. That's really fascinating. I mean, Jillian and I did. I don't know if you guys have ever done this before, but what was it? Last month, you and I went down to San Juan and we went to that and we did a a, a IV vitamin vitamin drip. And there was this, I don't know, you guys know what an IV bag is? Well, so if you don't know what I'm talking about, just Google this. But it's literally, an, you sit in this chair, it's really comfortable, and they give you this IV drip. And for us, it was this big, you know, it looked like a big thing, a tang, right? And, you and know, it smelled very vitamin-y, too. It smelled very vitamin-y. And so the, you're, you're sitting there, and you're like, look, I remember looking up over my left shoulder and looking at this bag and going, there's no way that's all going into my body. And sure enough, it was like 45 minutes later, it was all in my body. And the weird thing is, is afterwards... The nurse came in. She goes, like, do you have to use the bathroom? And I said, no. And she goes, well, you must have really been dehydrated because yeah. the fact that they, I just had uh, you know, taken in all that blood directly into my blood or that uh, 
you know, liquid. It was sa- it was saline and, and um, you know, vitamins. And I didn't have to go to the bathroom was a real, fa- you know. It was an eye-opener. It was an eye-opener. I, I thought the same way. I was looking at that bag going, where in the world am I going to put that? Right? Especially on you. You're tiny. And, and I was thinking, honestly, when I looked at that bag, I'm like, I'm going to have to pee in like 15 minutes. Yeah. But no. And it, it was, if I recall correctly, it was vitamin C, vitamin D or A. I can't remember. I think it was A. And then an antioxidant boost at the Quadrine end. or whatever at the end. Yeah, but I... No, it was, more, it was more than that. It was a bunch of stuff. It was interesting, though. Yeah. It really was. And so I think part of it's water, but also, um, didn't she say that you absorb that way faster than when you just take supplements? Oh, yeah, for sure. Because it doesn't have to go through your it's digestive direct. system. Yeah, it's direct. Yeah, so it's kind of interesting yeah, side so, thing to study. So the question is, is afterwards, did you feel any different, honestly, or was it just psychosomatic? I don't know. I, I think I'll have to do it a couple more times to think... Uh, I think maybe a little bit more energy. I definitely smelled more vitamin E. So yeah, that was gross. gross. I mean, when we <laughs> for sweat like it two days. for two days and you sweat it, you stunk, yeah, I, smell I like... probably looked a little more orange. <laughs> it was interesting. It was interesting. But I think to bring all these points together, the point is that you are a machine. Your body is a machine, right? You've got all these moving parts. You've got your brain. You've got your circulatory system. You've got whether you're hydrated or not. And before you go thinking that there's something really wrong with you or you're just oh i'm just too impatient or i can't manage my or schedule old, I'm too or old, out of shape whatever. or young or whatever yeah. there's nothing wrong with you it's probably just nutritional which means you can have control of it right i think that's the best thing is that you can actually do something about it right and so as you guys are going through goal setting part of the treasure map has you set a schedule now you don't get to the schedule until after you've done the goal so doesn't that make sense Instead of saying, oh, I'm just going to drill down to this and that, you've got to know what's most important. So then you can engineer what we call your ideal schedule, but you can have a backup schedule if something throws a wrench into that, so that you are intentional about your success. You're intentional about your day and what you get out of it. So that's what we're working you into. That's right. And that's so all this stuff is relevant as we drill down on the real estate treasure map, which is coming your way. Make sure you've got your printed off version of it. And Julie did say, and I think she's right, it's like 100 pages. And yes, a couple of you of you have asked if it's the same real estate treasure map that's for sale on Amazon. Yes, but don't buy it off Amazon, right? Go ahead and just get the book uh, for free. Just text uh, 2021 to 855-685-1045. Text 2021 to 855-685-1045. And I'm going to do this a lot more more uh, frequently. I want to thank all of you for continuing to make this the number one listen to daily podcast for real estate agents. Our podcast, this podcast, mm-hmm. just Julie and I going back and forth, sharing with yep. you guys our, our uh, somewhat limited wisdom, right? This is my Ohio coming out of me and being uh, my false humility. But again, this podcast has become the number one listen to daily podcast for real estate agents in the United States. You know, we have tens of thousands of you that download and share it and stream it every single day. And uh, we can see most of what you're doing as far as sharing the podcast on the back end through the analytics, but it really does mean a lot to us because you're helping us fulfill what our highest and truest purpose on this planet is, which is being of service to other people. And we're so grateful. We're so thankful. We're so just, I don't, these, you know, these aren't just platitudes. These are actual, you know, it's overwhelming to be honest with you. And again, going to Miami and running into people that knew us so well just from the podcast, it really did. Well, it kind of freaked me out a little bit to be honest with you, but it was normal. I mean, you know, you and I've been uh, a semi- famous in the real estate realm for, you know, a couple decades, but man, I did not realize this is, a, you know what it was is because we haven't traveled this whole year because of COVID, That's what it is. right? And when we came out of our little hidey hole down here in the Ritz Carlton <laughs> in Puerto Rico and started meeting with people and to realize that all of them had been listening to us every single day, um, you know, for many years in some cases, 
but uh, that we had formed a more of a relationship with them than I really thought we did because you and I were, so, I think w- what we were delivering back in cert, you know, February and March when COVID hit mm, and what, the, the, the other things that we were doing, I, it was my hope, it was my, you know, my dream that people would see that we were, you know, their partners in this transition, whatever was going to happen post COVID. And they did. It actually, yeah. you know, people really sort of, uh, what we were saying and how we were delivering the information, it resonated with them. Um and I really appreciate that. I appreciate the opportunity and the, and the honor of being your, uh, if nothing else, your podcast host, but specifically your real estate coach. So thank you for all, to all of you sincerely. And, and yes, Harris Rules is, of course, available on all major booksellers. The easiest way to get it is just get it from uh, Amazon.com. It is a wonderful book for all of you to be giving to all the real estate people in your life. And it is available on Audible. Lots of, you know, 400 plus five-star reviews on Audible and on um, Amazon and, and whatnot. It continues to be one of the uh, biggest selling real estate books of all time. Uh, in your continued support means the world to us. We're going to be coming out with all kinds of product enhancement, all kinds of new things. Julie and I are going to form a private mastermind that we're going to be sharing with all of you guys that's going to be affordable that all of you can start attending. We're going to do all kinds of really cool things. Um, we're so excited to be um, expanding our business and to be partners with all of you as you expand your real estate empires, as you create your real estate empires. So yeah, thank you very much. And this is my show of gratitude. Do you want to tag on? Yeah, well, I mean, absolutely agreed. And it was humbling. And I wish that I could see all of you in person, but we're virtually <laughs> talking to you all in person. And whenever we can do that, we absolutely will. So as Tim said at the top of the podcast, send your requests, whether that's a Zoom call. For topics. For topics. But, you know, if you, if you want us to host something, send that and we'll certainly consider it because mm-hmm. it was our pleasure to see all of you. But for those of you who we can't see in person, we're grateful for you as well. Yep. You guys are in the right place at the right time. If you ever wondered what that feels like, it feels like it feels right now. So make sure you take the right actions. Right. Have a fantastic day. We'll talk to you on the show tomorrow. This program has been a presentation by Tim and Julie Harris, Real Estate Coaching. For more information on our real estate coaching and training programs, visit our website at timandjulieharris.com. Remember to tune in weekdays at noon for upcoming shows. And until next time, thank you for listening to Real Estate Coaching Radio with Tim and Julie Harris. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.